What up, you turds? Welcome to the Take It To Heart podcast. I'm your master of the house, Michael Simlink. We've got a new guest on today. This Arizona boy is going to be defending our freedom someday, very soon. Uh, but right now, he's finishing up his degree in economics. Uh, a little bit of foreshadowing there. Um, and he'll be doing so from the comfort of his own home. Uh, because this is our first coronavirus cancellation episode. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Northwestern, our school, is um, sending students home for the good of themselves and the community. Uh, so we are making a podcast because as you are social distancing yourself, you need something to do. So uh, I'm welcome to the show, John Coucher. John, welcome here. Thank you very much. It's a good time to be an introvert. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, that's, that is yeah. definitely the, the truth. Finally, the introverts will have their moment. I think it's like, like some kind of human evolution thing where this is, you know, where all the introverts start to rise, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have the talking stick. Uh, what's What you got for a take here? So my talking stick is economics is the most useful, useless science there is. Um, economics is like probably 80% of it is totally useless. <laughs> or at, least, at, least pra- at least practically totally useless. Uh, people tend to think of a... I think one of the big misconceptions about economists is that people tend to think of them as these like big prophetic figures. Sure. Um, but one of the first uh, things that my macroeconomics professor told me going into his first class was economists have predicted five out of the last three recessions. So <laughs> no, but a lot of economics is based on theory. Um, there's a handful of ideas that are really, really practical, but what makes all this theory that has no actual, I guess, exact usage is that it's really good at measuring sort of where things should be. Sure. Uh, like most of economics is true until it isn't. Like there's a really famous debate between, uh, it's called Keynesian economics, which is really inter- interventionist. Uh, it's the kind of things that you hear politicians talking about all the time. You know, we're going to go into this, we're going to throw a bunch of money at this problem, and it's going to fix it. Um, and that, that kind of conflicts with another big school in economics, which is classical economics. Um, and either one has their own time to shine in the sunlight. Usually, the kind of basic dichotomy, and this is really boiling down a really big issue that I'd, I'm still totally lost to a fair amount of it myself, is classical economics is good sometimes in peacetime, or most of the time in peacetime, and then Keynesian economics is really good when things need to get done. Like right now, uh, with everything going on with the coronavirus, uh, you know, we need some kind of intervention with that. Uh, or like a really good example is World War II. Uh, FDR just kind of got in, um, basically took over a lot of the economy, and that's what got a lot of our nation through a lot of the war. Yeah. Um, but if you'd put it through classical economic theory, that wouldn't have worked. And then vice versa of that, if you'd put Keynesian economics in more of a peacetime situation, you get a lot worse of a situation. So it re- it's really good at measuring approximately where things should be and really good at um, – measuring giving certain layouts of certain plans so yeah uh yeah so the i guess for for me and maybe others who who aren't very number friendly um or or good with numbers how would you define economics compared to uh like if, if i talk about finance mm. as 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 a different thing um just give us kind of a ballpark here what's the What's maybe some distinguishing factors there? So distinguishing factors, um, th- there's a lot of crossover between economics um, and finance, specifically like uh, investing. Sure. Since investing involves a lot of like strategy and stuff like that. That's why I got into economics myself. Um, but 
the kind of where they where, kind of where they separate is finance focuses more in exact methods like uh, risk calculation. You get a lot of crossover with that still with economics, but that's more of an actuarial thing. Sure. Where economics is more theory, like uh, if I do this to the economy, what could potentially happen? So okay. it, it's more theory versus actual practical implementation. And there's still a fair amount of math and crossover between the two, but there's kind of that sliver of area where they separate into potentially this could happen. Sure. And this is what is probably going to happen. So, okay. yeah. so that, because that kind of leads into maybe a question I have of, yeah, I get, I get kind of your basis thing here that, you know, it is useful uh, yeah. until it is completely useless Basically, and, and, yeah. and, yeah. and the, the nature of it. Is there a, a portion, would you say, that it's almost, it's almost my fault or our fault for not taking economics for what it is? The, the idea that, we, that I look at it or, or we collectively are looking at it as, hey, this is, this is how I know for sure what's going to happen instead of viewing as like, yeah, more predictive and more yeah. like general. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it is that a lot of economics has been changing recently. Um, just between like my dad was uh, economics major in college too. That's what he got his BA in. Um, I showed him some of the stuff that I was working on last summer and he was completely lost to it. So a lot of it has been changing. Um, and so a lot of it has kind of gone from this general theory, general guiding business, you know, you can apply it to business, you can apply it to accounting, you can apply it to like federal administration, stuff like that to more, it's just, it's completely changed. It's almost completely changed in about the past 30 years. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess it's a lot more how it's developed. Um, and it's still not to discredit the science at all. Cause it's still a very, very important science. I mean, like, like I said, is the most useful, useless science. Yeah. Um, but it's not prophetic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, so people probably taking, taking it for what it, it's not essentially is, is kind of a part of this. Maybe to give a, a, a ballpark or some ways to think about this too. What do you think is, is more useless, uh, at its worst? Okay. So, so, Oof. so we're going to, we're going to go here <laughs> either economics at its worst or uh, meteorology at its worst. Oh, what God. do you think is more useless? At its worst, uh, probably economics. Okay. I mean, meteorology. Ha- I think it's just kind of the size of the effect that it that it can have. Uh, like I said before, a lot of economics is basically theory, but there's also some practical ideas. And one of these practical ideas is herd mentality. We're seeing that a lot right now with the stock market going on. Like this is, you know, worst week we've had because everybody's bouncing out of things Mm -hmm. um so when economics predicts something wrong and a lot of people start believing it it just spirals out of control so yeah yeah, i think that economics can have if it's wrong and it's at its worst like you say it can just take so much downhill so fast yeah like that's how you go from one bad day at the stock market to bank runs to the great depression yeah so yeah yeah whereas yeah meteorology is probably like yeah what i didn't have grab an umbrella yeah you know (laughs) But the F David yeah. Blaine, you know, and you're yeah. just like, yeah, the, the stakes are just a little bit lower yeah. because the weather will happen. Yeah. yeah. And obviously we could, yeah, you could take this all the way and be like, yeah. well, if a meteorologist messes up and a tornado comes and yeah, kills yeah, people, yeah, yeah. that's a bad thing. It's like, yeah, well, we're going to get some light rain and suddenly you get a hurricane. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's probably a, uh, but again, if we're going to yeah. go extremes that yeah. you would say, um, yeah, that economics could be worse. Yeah. So, so you're, you're an economics major yourself. Yep. And yeah, soon soon to graduate, eight weeks out now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what 
what is the freaking point of why you majored in it then? Give, give me the useful side of this. So the useful side of economics, um, besides a lot of the theory, which is something that I'm admittedly not terribly good at, um, a lot of it is, and a lot of the reason why I went into it, is that it really kind of restructures your mind for assessing things. Uh, like, like I said before, there's a very, very practical side of economics, and that's kind of the founding point of a lot of it. And that's where a lot of theory stems out of it. It's things like uh, opportunity cost, herd mentality, um, all different ideas that build into strategy. Yeah. Um, and because I have a particular interest in this, uh, you know, I'm going in the army after I graduate here. Um, that's why I chose economics because I wanted to kind of restructure how I think like that. Um, and that's why I think that even though it's <laughs> a lot of it is really useful until it isn't, mm-hmm. that's why I think that it's still worth studying. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So just more of the the awareness of yeah hey that yeah that's not prophetic yeah. I, I think I think that's that's probably the maybe the biggest takeaway from this is yeah, yeah. economics is not prophetic yeah. and because we yeah we all want the, the ability yeah. to predict the future for anything yeah you know it's why you can pay an extra five bucks and the yeah. weather channel will tell you what's going to happen in fifteen days as opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. just ten or whatever yeah. you know but uh, yeah realistically best guesses best trends thing, yeah things like that yeah i mean there's some parts of it that, that nobody can predict like i'm not sure if it's black swan or no it's not black swan but it's just like these x factors uh certain things like that that nobody can predict yeah. i mean they're just like random stuff like nobody could really predict just how bad the coronavirus would affect the economy because this is the worst it's been in like 50 years yeah so yeah. yeah that makes sense i guess the last thing is i'm, I'm trying to think through you, I think you've laid out a good argument here for for economics, but I'm just trying to think: would there be any other things that would, you know would fall under the science that mm-hmm. would be uh, that could be kind of in this you know the same arena of like useful but but useless? Um, is there you know maybe some yeah. runners up on the podium for you? So the first thing that comes to mind is uh, I think it's kind of applicable now because uh, for anybody who speaks the techno babble of finance. Uh, the interest rate right now kind of it's one of the Fed it's one of the tools that the Fed can use for setting kind of the federal interest rate um, it's one of their corrective measures so if they kind of lower the interest rate that boosts the economy you know, boosts a little bit more buying which boosts the economy a little bit more one of the tools that they have for setting this is called the Taylor principle it's basically an equation that kind of gives a general trend if you know if this is you know taken into fact into certain factors this is probably where the interest rate should be and given everything that's going on right now, it's a little bit moot. Uh, the Taylor Principle is not an exact thing, like I said. it's It falls under the purview of kind of that 80% part where it's just like, this is a really good guideline, but it's not going to give you the exact answer. Sure. There's basically nothing that they can really do at this point to boost it back up. So it kind of follow, it kind of falls into that sort of exact, but also not terribly useful right now. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. John, I uh, I appreciate you stopping by and let us know that hey, it's all going to be okay. Yep. The all of these economists that are on the news obviously can factor everything in perfectly. They know yep. exactly what's going on. No need to panic. Yep. No need to panic. So trust your friendly uh, economist slash soon to be army man, John Coucher. So, John, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Take It to Heart podcast. Uh, please rate this pod, leave a review, and subscribe. And tell a friend about us, probably not in person, because you should be social distancing. And it really does help out the cause. Uh, And follow us on social media at TITH Podcast. You can holler at us there. Thanks to John. Thanks to Anchor.fm. Thanks to everyone who washes their hands. And no thanks to those of you who don't. Uh, Not just now, but always. 
And while you're uh, stuck in your house, catch up on the Take It to Heart pod. There's uh, another shameless plug. Either way, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Keep it real. Keep it safe.